Uh, Smile, we're back. Our podcast. It's a podcast about sex. <laughs> Put the babies out there. All right, Heidi. I'm ready. Oh. Um, <laughs> season two. I am very proud of us to get for getting here. Right? Cheers. Check us out. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Let's cheers. Tink. Y'all definitely heard that. You hear that every time. You're really good at the drinking portion of our podcast mm-hmm. yeah. yeah not necessarily the content part of our con of our podcast do you listen for the content they're gonna listen this year because we have some fun new changes you know we had a lot of fun in the first season and we have decided to up the ante and have more fun the mm-hmm. second season plus it's 2021 this is the year to reclaim fun to reclaim our lives yeah even though it's still got a few more months probably of hellhole. But there's, there's a light, a light at, the, at end the end of the tunnel. tunnel. Yes. <laughs> that was too smooth to even. That was good. <laughs> uh, this year we're going to be introducing some new segments. We're going to be bringing on some new guests. So definitely um, watch along with us. This episode, we're going to be talking a lot about breakups. Yeah, we're bringing a new segment in episode one, season two. It's weird that we're starting off. A season with a breakup, but that's where we are. I feel like in the grand scheme of how life has worked out, this isn't weird. Like and you and me in life and like, no, this is fine. This is fine. This is on par. Mm-hmm. Also, we're going to be talking about some ball players. Yeah, balls. Not just one type of ball player. <laughs> so stay tuned. Let's get into it. Let's do it to it, honey. So Carrie's dealing with her breakup. We left her on the curb. Yeah. After she had that gigantic freak out on poor Big, who just wanted to go sit on the beach. Mm. Worst time to break up. He bought her a trip to the beach. Britt decided that she's team Big. We're growing a lot in this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but we find her two months later in her apartment. And Miranda and Charlotte come in. And this is... One of my favorite cinematic scenes because it's, one, a little different for how Sex and the City typically does their filming. Um, What do you mean? Like, it's a moving camera within the, within the, within the studio. You know, we follow Miranda and Charlotte and they're moving quickly and there's just so much motion while Carrie sits. Getting that, uh, that steady cam in there. They're Mm -hmm. they're up in the budget. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we're going to probably discuss a lot of the budget changes for season two, verse one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I really love this scene because they come in and they're in a whirlwind and they're Charlotte is saying one thing about breakups and Miranda's like, bullshit, no. Right. You kind of get the feel like you get the energy right away. Like her friends are just like not going to give her a chance to say no. Yep. They're Which rushing in. Yeah, they're rushing in. They're grabbing her and they're taking her out the door. Yep. So they all get way overdressed, wear fantastic coats, every one of them, including Miranda. Round of applause. <laughs> Did you like her, her jacket? Yeah, she looked like a real person for once. Yeah. Fast forward to later in the episode and she looks like a 
ridiculous junkie. I don't know. It's She's a, a little one. frumpy. Yeah. It's not great. So they are on their way. They're going to take her to a baseball game. They're going to take her to a Yankees game. And they go and they pick up Samantha. Who we learn is still dating. Still. The guy we left from the end of season one. Small dicker, as I, I believe what you called him. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> that was last year. I can't remember anything. That does sound like me, though. Yeah. They jump in the cab and... Oh, and another wonderful scene of all four of them smashed into the back of a cab. Anyway. So they take a cab to the Bronx, to Yankee Stadium. I did not know that's where Yankee Stadium was. Hmm. That's where it is. <laughs> that explains why it's a $50 cab ride. Yeah. It was like 40 minutes and 50 a $50 cab ride. Yeah. Yeah. So they're watching the game. They're up on the upper deck. Miranda's into it. She is a huge fan, as we learn later. Meanwhile, Carrie makes this perfect comment about how she's only in it for the ability to drink at 2 p.m. and smoke cigarettes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Giuliani, Giuliani's going to arrest her or something. Yeah, because he's a (laughs) douchebag. Yeah, I was like, I am on Carrie's level here. Yeah. Miranda's talking about the new Yankee who's super cute, which we are going to meet later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Carrie starts talking about her dating stats, which I loved. I know you loved. I, I tried so hard. listening during this. <laughs> I tried so hard to create like a dating stat, like a spreadsheet with that I could put my dating stats into and come up with some sort of number. Yeah. No, I don't even. Nope. No interest. Two... Dating for 20 years, two major relationships, one live-in boyfriend, and one engagement. I'm not sure where that puts me, but I feel pretty good about it. You're doing better than (laughs) Carrie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who is in high heels, a fur coat, and chain-smoking cigarettes at the baseball game. If you guys ever go to a baseball game, Zimmy is Miranda, and I am definitely Carrie. I I score keep with my pad of paper. (laughs) Nope. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. Um, so after the game, Carrie flashes her press pass. They end up getting into the locker room to get the ball sign that they caught on the upper deck. Is this a thing that you can do? Can you go to the Yankee locker rooms? With a press pass? I mean, I still think with a press pass, those four women would not have been given the clearance. I think that security has probably strengthened since the 90s, so probably not anymore. I can tell you that Yankee Stadium is pro. They take care of people. So if she told them that she was from the media, they probably would have rolled out the red carpet for them. Not Mm. that I'm a Yankees fan. Let's not get it confused. Right. (laughs) We have opinions on baseball teams. But this is not a baseball podcast. Anyway, so they meet... (laughs) They Find meet the new, new partner, the new Yankee, and he is smoking hot. Who's got that cute little accent? He does have the cute accent. And Carrie's drunk and decides to invite him to the Dolce and Gabbana party. Which goes well. He says yes. Yeah. I think this is great. Which actually, I mean, if those four women were standing outside my locker room and wanted my autograph, I'd be like, this is why I became a baseball player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Miranda's pissed. She wants oh my God, Miranda fangirls. She drops, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> such a good, genuine moment of her character. And it just, especially since she had spent so much of this episode being like, no, 
these rules are bullshit. Get over it. You gotta get back in the game. Here are the statistics. Da, 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 da. Then you see Miranda be like, <laughs> not with a new Yankee though. I want to bang the new Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, of course, Samantha is enthralled with the athleticism. Uh, yeah, I've, even me. Like, the camera is zoned so hard on that dude's crotch walking into the... Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, hello. Mm-hmm. And Miranda says it's a cup. And I think I had the same reaction. As, I think, like, literally while watching it, I probably thought the exact same thing as Samantha. Like, mm-mm, baby. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> So, uh, she takes a new Yankee to the Dolce & Gabbana party. She's dressed great. Yeah, Max is out of credit card for that dress. Yeah. Worth it. And then uh, she's going with Charlotte. Yes. Who's introducing her new boyfriend. They've been dating for three weeks? Something like that. I don't know. I can't even keep track anymore with I Charlotte. I know. For Charlotte being the uh, hoity-toity, serious, I just want to get married, she is cycling through these men, mm-hmm. but not sleeping with them. Seems like a lot of work for no orgasms. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Not (laughs) worth it. Uh, And this guy can't stop playing with his balls. Yeah. He sounds so good on paper. Like this music executive. He's decently good looking. He's having this conversation with the Yankee. And the Yankee is clearly not enjoying it. And just rubbing at his balls. Samantha has a theory on that. But we'll get to that later. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Carrie thinks that she sees big. Yeah, but, for the second time in the episode, I think it is. Yeah. I think I've I've been through that. Are you like... Oh, yeah. Our aunt, you're uh, turned up to 11 when you're out in public, and mm-hmm. I think your mind just plays tricks on you. Oh, I absolutely agree. Especially in dark bars and... Yeah. Yeah. So we leave them at the Dolce party, and Samantha has decided she's going to really put in everything she can into this relationship and she is any good trainer any good trainer she's a good coach she's like (laughs) really gonna get him through this and uh this is a hilarious scene where she's giving him some feedback on whatever he's doing and it's just like so it's like a good i don't even think that you really need her dialogue in this right to understand what's happening but her dialogue is hilarious the dialogue is hilarious and the whole time i'm watching it i'm so uncomfortable for him and I'm like, oh, you've got to be destroying his ego right now. Like, how is this not devolved into just tears? I can't imagine that you wouldn't pick up on the fact that the other person is just not that into it. We talked about this last season, but there's definitely a moment where, you know, if you've ever been with the fella who, in this case, buddy, embrace the vibrator. Yeah. It's all about enjoying the sexual experience together. And if you can't do the muscle, bring in a bring in an aid. Mm. And he did not, despite her gusto as a seasoned coach. That's fine. He's not meant to last anyway. We all know Samantha moves on for some additional big dick en- energy in her life. <laughs> James and his tiny penis. <laughs> Little James and his Peter Becker. Anyway, moving uh, forward. Yeah, so they get to the round table. And this one is a little weird. And I don't like it. Yeah. I hate, it, I hate this round table. This, it starts off pretty normal. Right. Like they're discussing their, their dating lives. They're excited that Carrie made page six with the new Yankee. She's, Which is a big deal. That's, if anybody's watched Gossip Girl, we all know the importance of page six. Yeah. She looks great in it. And even if Big doesn't see the photo, which we all know he reads the newspaper, he's like a big wig. 
finance guy, right? Uh, even if he doesn't see the paper, it's a huge ego boost for her. And yeah. they, they're like, she won, she won the breakup. She, yeah, absolutely. Right. So they're talking about this. Um, Charlotte brings up that her, her man, uh, can't stop playing with his, his balls and. Which is a valid thing to discuss with your friends on a Sunday morning at breakfast. Exactly. Because Miranda is not having it. No, she tries to change the subject. She wants to discuss her palm pilot. She then does this like really snappish, like they broke up. Let's stop discussing it. We need to move on. She goes to get the check in this huffy moment. Do Palm Pilots still exist? Uh, they probably still exist in other countries, but in the U.S., no. Okay. That's the one with, like, the Blackberry pen, right? Blackberry still exists. Yeah. You look super douchey when you're using it. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. It's the old man slash old lawyer finance person's version of the sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> Which it is a particular person holding a Palm Pilot. Miranda starts to look like that. Oh, yeah. In this episode. She's all huffy. She doesn't want to hear about Sam's theory that Charlotte's boyfriend has a pair of low hangers. <laughs> you ever hung out with some low hangers? No. I don't think I have. I'm having a hard time picturing it. I know. That's what I was. I was also trying to think about it. And I was like, do I have any like I'm scrolling the Rolodex in my head of ball stories that I could be bringing up for this. <laughs> don't Searching have it. Schemas. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I actually I can't really I can't. I wonder if Miranda is acting this way because she's trying to like get Carrie through her breakup. If she's like, she's like, let's not dwell on this because then she's going to sit in it longer or if she's just bored. But see, I think it's a bigger issue with the show, like zoom out. And I think that there might've been some feedback of people pushing back on the idea that like these characters have been written as four strong, successful women in their careers, but we only discuss their sex and love lives. And so maybe Miranda was being positioned here to kind of explain away why that plot point is working the way it does. That makes sense. Or to acknowledge it, I guess, For to sure. the critics. Yeah. But it's also Sunday morning brunch after a big fashion party. Like the, yeah, you're going to discuss your boyfriends and balls. That's the only thing you can discuss with a hangover. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's eggs and balls, man. Eggs and balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Y'all man. should go to brunch with me one day. I have I miss brunch. <laughs> R.I.P. I don't even like brunch. I just miss like going out and being around people. Did you see how, did you notice how close they were together? I know. I actually <laughs> thought to myself, that is the smallest booth I've ever seen in my life. Their shoulders are touching. You're not allowed to touch, let alone share airspace anymore. <laughs> Goddamn COVID. Oh, anyway, Miranda runs off. She's going to take a long walk. She's dressed in her fucking farmer overalls. Looking terrible. Yeah, she looks Ugh. awful. Trash panda. She's trying to clear her head, and she runs in to her ex. The ex. The one that broke her heart. Mm-hmm. We all have the ex. Yeah. And she looks like... Well, and he's happy. He's holding the hand of the girl he left her for. Mm. She does not react well she hides which she should in that outfit ah no one should be seen in that outfit miranda gross you are smarter than this you're a lawyer why does she even have those it's not like she's gardening anyway whatever so she runs away she runs away what's that face for is it me this is what i imagine you run like (laughs) i hate you so goddamn much She's not very efficient. Kind of doesn't look like you're getting anywhere, but there's lots of limbs flying everywhere. For the listeners out there wondering if this is what I run like, 
you should know that running spills the wine and therefore we'll I do know. not do the running. Yeah. We will never know how you look when you run. No. <laughs> and um, Carrie runs into Big eventually. Right. Because she decides to give the Yankee a shot, which yeah. I love. Like, she should get back into the game. It's a moment of like, she is totally like, this Yankee is literally meant to just kind of be seen with her. And then she's like, I don't know. He's kind of a cool, nice guy. He's cute. Why not check it out? Yeah, girl, why not check it out? Yeah, if he's cute and you have nothing, like, what else would she be doing? Just sitting at home? Mm -hmm. Well, in the day of, she'd be going through Facebook or Instagram. Right, right, right. <laughs> Nobody needs that. Nobody needs that. So she goes out with the Yankee. They're having a really good time. And, of course, we think this is going to be another one of those moments where she, her mind is playing tricks on her. Mm -hmm. But it's not. It's actually big. Because what is big doing in a basement bar dressed in a full suit? Like... How is he in a sports bar? Yeah. Dude, the, the, the fight is not on big. Yeah. Who is he even with? I don't think we really are able to identify that no. as the audience. He's probably doing the same thing. He's trying to keep himself busy because he's the one that got broken up with. Right. He just wanted to go on a beach vacation. Carrie handles it really well. She handles it so well. This is a moment of just like, this is what we all want that first meetup to be like. You're with a Yankee. I've never been with a Yankee. You look fabulous. You're having a good time learning dumb sports bar type behavior. Mm -hmm. And here comes the ex to be like, yeah, I know you're with a Yankee. I know who the Yankee is. Oh, and he leans in close and says that she looked great in the paper. He saw her picture in the paper. Validation. She could go she could close the book on the year. Done. That the season's over. That's all we really needed. That dress paid for itself. Yeah, absolutely. But still, that is an intense moment. Which brings us into our next segment. What's our next segment? Breakup Breakdown. New segment, baby! <laughs> In this new segment, we are going to really get down to the nitty gritty of these breakups. As we know, I mean, I hope this isn't a spoiler, but breakups happen on this show. <laughs> Shar's, Shar's gone through like, yeah, Shar's gone through like four or five. Yeah. Every three weeks, approximately. And we're going to overanalyze every single one of them. Yes, it's my time to shine. Yeah, we're going to I'm not in. running, <laughs> but I will definitely overanalyze. <laughs> this is your segment. <laughs> Breakup Breakdown. Okay, so episode one, season two, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so in this this episode... We are experiencing a breakup between Big and Carrie. This is huge. This is not just like Char seeing somebody for three days. Okay. Carrie discusses her four breakup rules. Yes. After, I mean, we start the beginning of the episode with Charlotte and uh, Miranda. It's amazing how often I forget which character we're discussing. There are <laughs> only four of them. And it's not like I'm running a podcast about them. <laughs> Anyway, Miranda and Charlotte start the, sh start the whole episode off with what is the right amount of time after a breakup to be in breakup mode versus getting back out there and playing the game. Charlotte has like a math, pro a math equation. Naturally. Actually, I think this is a little weird because I would have flipped these two mm. in terms of how we understand the characters. Like Miranda is so analytical and 
I think Miranda is the type of character that can compartmentalize, whereas Charlotte's like, feelings. Oh, I don't know. I think every Charlotte does a great job of just like packing everything in a nice little package and then wrapping in a little bow and putting it on a shelf. For, I would like, love to get, receive a gift from Charlotte. Later. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> break up, break down. Let's get back to the break point. up, break down. Rule number one, destroy all pics where he looks sexy and you look happy. She comes across a picture in her apartment of them in bed. Do, do you think this works to destroy all photos? No. I've never been that person. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. I like have literally <laughs> back when see her face. <laughs> back when you used to like take your uh camera into the one hour photo and get them developed and then have like the duplicates of them, I would just light them on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> None of those exist anymore. Uh, I think in the modern world, we don't really have printed out fo photographs anymore, right? Like the most we have is a photo strip from the bar. Right. Uh, what I was actually going to say is in the modern world, I remember in your 20s, you're obviously, you know, in our 20s, social media, right? Mm -hmm. That's all of our 20s. Mm -hmm. I logged on to Facebook in 2005 as a freshman in college. 2004. Yeah, exactly. So that is, I remember sitting there analyzing with my girlfriends like oh my god well three photos ago he's still with that girl what does that mean does that mean he hasn't gotten over her does that mean that he doesn't care is he the type of person to not delete his life mm, he probably just liked the picture or forgot about it and i think you know in my case i i'm not the person who untags i'm not the person who deletes i'm not the person who unfriends i might hide but overall it feels counterintuitive. Like I've never, if you, you know, again, I've been on Facebook for so freaking long. Mm. Classic millennial vibe here. Uh, if you go back through my Facebook photos, you'll see many ex-boyfriends in there. It, my profile photos. And it feels like deleting or untagging. Many. Okay, you're right. The one. <laughs> the one and maybe the fling where I took a really good photo and decided it was worth posting it, even though that fling never lasted. <laughs> I definitely untag photos all the time. I don't unfriend anymore because that's like, it's like a huge diss now. Uh, yeah, it's some petty ass shit. And we're mature, responsible podcast hosting babes. Right. And then, <laughs> good one. And then, <laughs> and then when you decide to be friends later on, it's like this uh, big thing where you have to like add, like ask them to be friends again. <laughs> right. It makes you look like a the idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't unfriend anymore. Anyway, but so, I do remove them from my feed so I don't have to see them with all their new skinks. I have hid, but I also think I'm a little bit masochistic in my need to know and suffer. So there mm. we go. Maybe we should unpack that later. Number <laughs> two, until stabilized, enter no stores. Britt, you are a huge shopper. Zimmy, if I can throw money at the most inefficient useless way possible mm. i have already done it and i don't have any money in my bank account that's like instant gratification right like i feel bad it's like a caveman response i feel bad shoes look good and <laughs> it's like you know it's a less dramatic way of totally changing your appearance you know they make the yeah. jokes about like how people cut their hair off or they dye their hair mm. in this one you get to be like nobody i look great in this sweater he's never seen this sweater if this is the sweater I'm wearing the first time he sees me. He's going to be like, I don't know that sweater. I don't know that girl. Right. He always said I looked 
he hated me in pink. I'm going to get all the fucking pink. <laughs> and then you look great. Yeah. Yep. So I am pro shopping for, yeah. Pro shopping. I disagree with this one. Number three, never stop thinking about them for even a moment because that's the moment that they will appear. I think I, it's a rule. I think that's how it works. I disagree with this one as well. I think Carrie handled the moment so well because mm-hmm. she was relaxed. She felt good. She was on a date. She, she wasn't was like, thinking about him. Right. She had this other thing going on. I think that's when, when Carrie relaxes, she is a much cooler character. That's who Big wants to go to the beach with. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that Carrie fucked up. When she's overthinking things, she's a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zimmy, I didn't know. I didn't know that I was on Big side. Welcome to the dark side. I know it's great maturity number four no matter who you are or what happened you will never get through it without your friends which is a theme throughout this series and I think is valid I 100% agree with this one. yeah I do too you go through those periods where I think you know in season one we saw the like they're such a happy couple. She hasn't called Miranda in weeks. And Miranda's like, who are you? Where have you been? Right. But even without like missing a beat, they were like over it and they were having lunch. Right. When the breakup happened, they swooped into her apartment and took her to a ball game. They're there through everything. And I think this is very true to life. You need to have this like core group of people. And there's just something to be said about, you know, celebrating a moment like page six in the modern era, celebrating the moment of like, you know, that perfect natural Instagram photo that comes up and you see the double heart from him and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, I won man. this round. Yeah. And then you text your girlfriends and you're like, see that? See, 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 see. Did you see his comment? Did and then everybody emoji? does wonder whether you should be looking that closely Oh, yeah. But they champion you anyway. We're going to check you. But for the moment, <laughs> we're like, yes. That double heart means he regrets everything. He was an asshole and he wants to apologize to you. That's what that emoji means. But you're too good. <laughs> Don't you dare accept it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and at the end of the episode, after she sees Big with that moment with like the heartbeat is louder than everything else because she's like feeling that trying not to like she misses him terribly and him being that close and leaning in is just like so intense and i've had that moment um when she can't handle it and she cries into the new yankee's mouth she calls miranda and even if they were in a fight over the palm pilot round table whatever i think think charlotte would have been the right person to call in this moment but that's fine i I, was there yeah i think miranda was a good miranda is like her her rock through the entire series and i Sometimes the other two characters are too extreme and yeah. you know you basically know what they're going to say. But Randa's going to like tell it to you like it is mm-hmm. um, and I think actually give some feedback that you can chew on. And of the of the core group, I think Carrie and Miranda really um, we even see that in the movies, which we won't really spoil now because those will be extra segments. But um, and Miranda, I don't remember them. Miranda mentions like they put a, <laughs> they put their bullshit aside, and Miranda mentions that she forgot how hard it is to go through a breakup, and and listens to her, even Which, even just sitting there in silence and just being there while Carrie cries into her cold fries, that's helpful. This is you're right. I think you just said something important there. Uh, you do forget how difficult something can be. Mm-hmm. You know that's why women have second and third and eighteenth 
children because you forget that childbirth is bad. Is that what happens? Supposedly, there's like science. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> this vagina will never find out. Anyway. That was breakup breakdown. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you have any rules that you live by when you are going through a breakup? What's your number one breakup rule? Uh, so here was, here's my number one breakup rule. So I definitely, I've been through enough therapy and I have enough emotions to understand the importance of sitting and feeling your emotions. Cause I don't think if you don't have those mopey days where you like cry into your ice cream or your cold French fries or what have you, uh, whether that's your style or not, I think sitting in your emotion is so critical. So I have always tried to have that moment, but I am definitely I think a more of a Miranda where I'm like, come on, time to get back on that horse. We have to move on. And so my rule then becomes say yes. And I really orient myself to if somebody invites me to do something or if someone presents something that I would normally say no to or just whatever it is, get out of the house because you're more likely to engage, right? You're more likely to find that next person. You're more likely to create that next great memory off your couch than on your couch. And so that's something that like once I have deemed that I've given myself the right amount of mope time, which of course I schedule. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Similarly to Charlotte in that, I'm like, okay, you did it this long. You're feeling this really okay. You get approximately 3.5 weeks. So Thursday, April 2nd, I need you to start your yes mode. Mm -hmm. I focus in on myself. And give myself a project. Mm. Oh, you're you're the paint the cap- kitchen cabinets person. Bigger than that, like a like a personality trait pro- project. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> what what do I feel like is missing in to make me a better person, and how do I get there? Mm. And I I throw myself into it. It's been the only break of rule that I think has worked. Okay, because there's all sorts of other other ones, right? I I. I eventually, because I jump right into it, like quick, almost, almost like to the point where I don't have any empathy and I'm like, I just jump into it. And then like two or three weeks in, I am so exhausted from doing that, that I, I, that you need to give yourself some time to sit and feel your emotions so that you to, can properly move on. Exactly. And that, that I give myself, you know, that day, um, that day. the dark day. The I dark have a day. I have a dark day. But um yeah, Meanwhile, number one three point five weeks later, my dark moment. <laughs> what is one what is something that I, I really needed to like focus on that I've been spending all this energy on somebody else? Let's mm. expel it someplace else. And that's I think that's valid. I think it um it gives me something to focus on. It it um it usually throws you into opportunities that you wouldn't notice or have in the first place sure and gives you great uh instagram material so you just look so happy wherever you go so many pictures i remember very vividly this one dude that i dated for like a second like truly a blip in moment in time i was really bummed when he broke up with me and by broke up i definitely mean like the all right i swiped yes i'm over it let's move on yeah and i was bummed because i was kind of like picking up pace and i remember going out i was at a concert with my best friend and I looked at her and I was like, my makeup looks good. We need to take a photo that makes us look extraordinarily happy. And she looked at me and she was like, all right. And we handed our phone to another person and took probably 30 photos of us looking exceptionally happy. 
even though the friend we handed the camera to was one of my close dude friends and he was like this is fucking stupid and i was like you don't get a say you got the camera in your hand <laughs> you can't take accepted. good photos of you talking and yapping you're already in it man we're in it so just hop hop on or hop off um yeah break up break down we're gonna have a lot more breakups so yeah Stay let tuned. us know what you think about this uh segment how can we i mean what do you want to hear from the segment moving forward What's your number one breakup rule? Ooh. Write in and tell us. Yeah. Be your own advice column and we will publish as if we were the New York Post. We want tools. We want tools in our toolbox, our emotional toolbox. Yeah. So maybe you have stuff that we don't know. Yeah, we need that. Or maybe it's eat a whole key lime pie. That's valid too. That's valid too. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey guys, it's been a tough year. We've all been going through a lot. And sometimes we just need to check out and get away from whatever nonsense is happening. Our friends over at Roll for Blank are doing just that. It is a Dungeons and Dragons adventure podcast, and it's hilarious. Uh, If you guys just need some fun character, off script awesomeness, then go check out Roll for Blank. You can find them on Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, listener. We love pretty things. Do you? I bet you do. Our newest sponsor is Reverie Floral, a custom floral and design shop located in Denver, Colorado. The shop focuses on large events and weddings and rad floral installments. Reverie's a big fan of us. We're a big fan of you. So obviously, this is a match made in flower-filled heaven. Check them out at reveriefloral.com or on their Insta at reverie underscore floral and revel in the pretty with us. And we're back. We're back and we're bringing back Zumi's favorite segment. Sexpert. Her favorite segment. Mm-hmm. Because she managed to cheat her way through the whole season of one and come out the winner. I'm not sure cheating is the way I did it. I was a mm. skilled trivia participant. Uh, okay. Or it was just, you know, maybe not uh, tallying things until the very end. Calm and knew. cool under pressure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, this year. we used to describe you as. Exactly. Those are really two <laughs> words that uh, are my core um, traits. I, this year, we are not going to be competing against each other. Or this season, we're not going to be competing against each other. No. We're going to go back to the idea of like, what do we know anyway? I mean, we've had that the entire time. <laughs> But there's going to be no consequences but for we not have, knowing. We have a competition problem. Turns out, we the, bicker. The first step is admitting it. Mm. So this season, it's going to be just friendly trivia. And we might not do it every episode. But I love baseball. And I really wanted to. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> really wanted to do trivia for this one. Should we come up with another segment on the spot? We could do anything else. Nope. Oh, okay. Here we go. Let's hop into it. You know the basic idea of baseball. I've been to a baseball game with you. Yeah. Okay. The basic idea of a baseball game is to sit in the sun, tan, drink a lot of beer, and eat a veggie dog with sauerkraut on it because it's hard to find sauerkraut as a vegetarian. That's true. Ooh, what's your favorite hot dog? If you had to pick a a way of eating a hot dog, a wiener rather, at a baseball game, how would you how would you dress your your wiener? I think you want me to say something like Chicago style or what have you. But since I've been a vegetarian longer than I've been eating hot dogs, it is a veggie dog 
with ketchup and mustard and an obscene amount of sauerkraut because there are not a lot of reasons to eat sauerkraut as a vegetarian. Mm, mm-hmm. So I don't think that's a style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it is that's... a style. It is a style. Chicago dog is the perfect dog. However, if Chicago dog, Chicago dog is not available, just a plain wiener with some mustard and sauerkraut. None mm. of that ketchup bullshit. The ketchup bullshit helps like balance out the vinegary delight of the sauerkraut and mustard. Mm, I disagree. Mm. Anyway, trivia. I would like a hot dog. I know. I really want a hot dog right now. (laughs) Okay. Which pictures... Hold on. Tell me you're mispronouncing pictures and you're going to give me trivia I know. Which pitcher, nicknamed the big unit, accidentally maimed a bird (gasps) during a pitch at the San Francisco Giants in 2001? You can either name the pitcher or name the team that he played for. Or identify the parts of that sentence I understood. Okay. (laughs) So if anyone has watched baseball, they know this moment. And I kind of debated putting this on here because the I'm, birds not, survive? I'm not sure you will be friends with me after this. You I'm, know I like birds more than I like most things. And me. Including sauerkraut. <laughs> and me. And this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is why I'm not going to show you the video. Oh, mm. there's video. It is. It's brutal. Uh, no. So when the pitcher is throwing the ball, when the pitcher's throwing the ball towards the batter, a bird flies in between. And sometimes these balls go at like over 100 miles per hour. I don't remember the original question. Let's go with... <laughs> Which team did the pitcher... And who was the team they were playing against? San Francisco Giants. I didn't know San Francisco had the Giants. I thought the Giants... I thought they had the 49ers. <laughs> okay. That's a different sport. <laughs> Let's go with the rattlesnakes from Arizona. <laughs> that's wrong no seriously colorado rockies no i'm gonna give it to you because it's the diamondbacks oh which is a type of snake from arizona (laughs) was that actually the team that he was playing yes randy johnson the diamondbacks randy johnson killed a bird murdered like brutally yeah uh maybe we can try and put it on our um instagram account because the video is just Okay, uh, a situation. We are not pro birds dying on this podcast. I know, but this video is just okay. Anyway, a situation in the game of baseball that occurs when the base runner is stranded between two bases. Ooh, the back and forth, the like second, oh, third, second, third. I'm looking for one of three names for what this is called. This is <laughs> you're a, lucky. I know what a base is. This is a situation where. The runner is caught between two bases and he's running back and forth and he can be tagged by he's he can be tagged by either player on either base and he's running back and forth. It's called one of three things. What is that name? Chicken and the egg. I feel like that's a pretty good guess. Oh. It's not it. Oh. But it's pretty good. <laughs> it is not. It's either Mini Mini Miney Bo. It's pretty good too. <laughs> Do you want to keep going or <laughs> the chicken that tried to cross the road? <laughs> Am I there yet? (laughs) Wrong. It is called either a pickle, a hot box, or a rundown. I mean, you're stuck in a pickle, like stuck between a rock and a hard place. I still never would have gotten to pickle. 
But I do enjoy referring to things as a pickle. Well, now you know. Okay. That'll so, come in handy the next time I go to a baseball game, if that ever happens again. I'll point it out to you. Yeah. Because let's be While honest. I'm eating a hot dog. If you're at a baseball game, you're probably with me. Mm-hmm. Number three. In 2019, former Yankee Alex Rodriguez, a.k.a. J-Lo. A-Rod, got engaged to which famous pop star? J-Lo. I put this one in for you because I thought you would get the first two so wrong. I'm really proud of you. Dude, nailed it. Nailed it. How dare you bring up dead birds? I know, but you need to see. I can't show this video. You will never I will never watch that video. But seriously, listeners, go out there and check out the video of Randy Johnson murdering a bird. Or don't. So good. What? Okay. Anyway, that's the start of season two, everybody. And one hell of a way to end an episode. You are in for the ride. Welcome to season two. Thank you for listening. We'll chat with you next week. We hope. Bye. Listeners, where is Steno? Steno, Denver. You've heard us talk about it. Uh, they are one of our major sponsors, but I want to take a moment to tell you why we actually are here. Because we love it. It's the coffee. It's it the is coffee. truly the coffee. I show up every day for the coffee. Yeah. We've been all stuck at home. We get to come here every day. It's super clean and safe. and It's a nice way to get out of your house while still being productive. Uh, I get to interact with people in a way that I haven't interacted with people in so long. Right. Get some get some stuff done. He's got a keg. Yeah. I like drinking and I like coffee. If you guys are looking for a co-working space, check out Steno Denver. And our listeners get two free weeks of Which co-working. It's pretty dope because you would be co-working with Zimmy and I. With us. Do you guys want to be our best friends? You want to be best friends? Please. We can be best friends. All right. Check Steno Denver out at stenodenver.com. And use the promo code FUNKYSPUNK. Yeah.